Good morning, Sunday, August 21st. Just had to redo this podcast too long, and I noticed my downloads shrink dramatically if it's too long. You guys have too much information to listen to, and I might drone on too long. So I'm going to take that advice to heart here, and I'm just redoing it. Had a nice day yesterday. Very, 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 very nice in baseball. We did lose the half unit uh, play in football, where we had two return touchdowns that basically lost our under. I did say that the Cowboys would probably win. Boy, they sure did. I had something. I had a promo play on that just to win the game outright, which made it healthy for me, but not for you. Okay, I'm wasting time. Let's get into today's picks. There's no football today. There's three baseball games that have significant value to me. It looked like the card was pretty ugly in the beginning. It turns out it's not. I'm going to do this in reverse order since I have this queued up from how I did the last podcast. It's the San Diego game that I want to look at. Now, typically, you wouldn't have any value in this game because Mania sucks, but Corbin sucks. Okay, then we should look at the over. It's eight and a half. That's a strong play. It's a really strong play. Something's wrong with these two teams right now, though. You got four, nine, and three scored between the two teams. And yeah, Darvish, Snell, and Musgrove are all better in current form than Manaya for San Diego. And Sanchez, Espino, and Gray are all better, period, than not just current form, but period, than Corbin. So yeah, the under looks, or the over looks pretty strong. I won't take it, though. Too unpredictable, these teams. Washington gives up more runs than anybody in baseball anybody in baseball including Colorado who has to play half their games in the offensive uh, inclinations of their home ballpark so yeah the overall value I'm not going to take it though San Diego I would never take it at minus 260 270 295 whatever it's at right now no thanks run line then how about that no minus 130 can't do it Manaya is five and his team is five and five in the last ten times he started. Eleven and eleven on the season when he started. That's a five hundred pitcher right there. He's pitching a little bit worse than his season form. Not good. Out of those five games that they've won, they've won four of them by one run. Only one out of the last ten games have they covered by margin. Let's look at Corbin. Well, his team has lost all ten games out of the last ten games that he's pitched. How many have they lost by margin? Nine. Only one time has he kept it within one run. So that's two conflicting stories there. And you're looking at a home team at minus 130 on the run line. No thanks. How do you play this game? San Diego to win it. And over six and a half at minus 105 in the same game probably. That's the only way to play this game. As a matter of fact, it's such a good way to play this game. We're doing it for two units. It went from zero plays on standard baseball betting, run line, money line, to a two-unit play, San Diego just just to win because, as we know, Corbin loses everything, and Manaya is a 500 pitcher, but not by margin, just winning it. So that's the way to play a San Diego to win. And yeah, Washington's won two out of three versus San Diego. The fear here is a low-scoring game. Two out of the last three have been under six and a half. These teams have played each other six times in the last ten games, though. Three are under six and a half, and three are over six and a half. But how many games do you match up Corbin and Manaya? There you go. It's over six and a half. Again, I think over eight and a half probably wins, but I'm not betting that. Over six and a half in San Diego is the play. The next game in reverse order, you get, it's it's a game that's a little contrarian because Atlanta is hot as heck right now. Nine out of the last ten games. Second best team in the, in the uh, National League. 
Some people would argue the second best team overall right now. Houston's in that argument, though. Houston's the second best team in in the American League, but maybe not with the way the Yankees are playing. So Houston's plus money on the road, as they should be. Urquidy and Morton's pitching matchup, pretty equal. Pretty equal. You give it the edge at Morton only because he's at home, but you're already getting paid for that at plus 120 on Houston. So how do you play it? Well, I don't want to play Houston at plus 120 to win it. It's not enough value there for me. I think Houston wins the game, to be honest with you. But I'm not going to bet on it. I don't want to bet on the coin flip, even if I'm getting plus 120. What I and I would, it's not quite a fair coin. I'd give Atlanta a very slight edge, very, very slight edge to win. But what I do like is Houston plus one and a half. I like that a lot. And I like under 12 and a half in a parlay for minus 105. The line in this game's eight. We have a four and a half run cushion in the, in the actual line. I don't think these two teams, while they can score at will, I don't think they do today. There is risk there, but I don't think they do today. And for trading off that small amount of risk to be under 12 and a half, and again, we consider that it's over 50% inflation on the line. So that's a pretty good reduction of risk. Now we get Houston plus one and a half. Yeah, that's, that's a strong play, two units. The last play is now the Yankees. I've never been a Yankees fan, but they sure do put enough talent on the field to win every year. That doesn't mean they're going to win today. They've lost three in a row to Toronto at home. Now, there's, there's no contrarian here. means say, oh, the better team at home lost three in a row. Load up the farm, back up the truck, put it all on the end. No, no, no. There's no statistical value in saying, well, in a um, regression move or a double, double your previous loss type play to do that. Teams that have lo- lost three out of three frequently lose four out of four. Now, to be said on that, when you're a great team, and the Yankees are, they're not playing like it, but they are a great team, at home, they you don't typically lose four in a row. You don't typically lose four in a row to the same team. There is some value to that. Now, there's been a lot of fire and brimstone. There's a pounding on the table with the manager and pitcher, Garrett Cole, yesterday. Uh, it's a, that doesn't necessarily wake up a professional athlete. They should already be top form. It shouldn't tighten them up though either it might loosen them up in a way that okay now we're showing anger let's get this together let's stop sleeping at the wheel but i'm not going to put a whole lot of stock on that i'm just going to cap the game here's what we got we got a poor playing team in new york serious talent though we've got not necessarily a hot team in toronto you'd call them hot because they beat the yankees three times in a row you take those those away that's not a hot team right now alec manoa pitching was great earlier he's not been great lately as a matter of fact, if you match up the two pitchers here in their last five games, Nestor Cortez of the Yankees has given up eight earned runs in five games. That's pretty good. And he's pitching between, he's pitching around six innings per game. He's actually exactly six innings per game in the last three. And my Noah's between five and six. He's not less than five and not more than six. And Cortez's whip is about half of that of Manoa ERA, about a point. About a run less. But let's look at the actual games. So Manoa played Boston, Detroit, Minnesota, Baltimore, and Baltimore again. Baltimore pretty hot. But one, four, two, three, and four earned runs. So 14 earned runs. 14 earned runs in the last five starts. That's not getting you too much. It's 2.8 per game and 
plus. You got three and three plus innings by your relievers. Against the Yankees, five innings pitch, four and runs. The one huh? yeah, that's June and May. He's got three of them, six and one and six and zero. That's impressive. Now uh, the Cortez for the Yankees, zero two two three three. So ten earned runs. So for fourteen versus ten in the last five games. There's a significant difference there. He's giving up an average of two, Cortez it is, and then the three innings of the relievers. And the Yankees relievers have not been bad, other than you know, Trevino that they picked up from Oakland. I don't know, that was a salary dump, basically, by Oakland. <clears throat> um, I don't know why Yankees are pitching him, though. Uh, he's pitched twice, given up zero and two earned runs, but not gone into the games deep. Bottom line is this. Bottom line is this. There is a pitching advantage for the Yankees today. And I don't think that's really a matter of a slump there. That's not a team slump. The slumping is the offense for the Yankees. That's where the slump's at. So how do you play this? Well, you could take the Yankees minus 125. That's a valuable play. If there was no other way to bet the game, I'm playing that bet. I am. But here's what I am doing. I can get the Yankees plus one and a half. And for the game in a pair up with the same game probably and the game to go four and a half or more minus 130. So for five more points, I'm going to add risk. I need the game to go to five, but I'm getting one and a half. So the Yankees can continue their losing streak, lose this game three to two, and we win the bet. Four to three, we win, et cetera. We win the bet. Two to one, we have four to zero. Those all don't win the bet, but the risk is the same as far as the Yankees winning the game if you believe it's going to five. Now, why should you believe it's going to five when you got two pitches who are actually pretty decent and you've got an offensive scuffling in New York? Well, you could say, well, because the Toronto Blue Jays have scored nine, four, and five all on their own. Well, then why am I taking the Yankees to win here? Because I think the Yankees' individual team total is actually a value today. I'm not betting it. I will tell you that. I have not and will not. I think there's value there. I'm just not betting on that value to come in. I don't know for sure that it's going to happen. But I do believe that the Yankees can win this game 3-2 to two or lose it 3-2. to two. So I'm going to do that for one unit. But I'm going to take another unit on the – I'm going to put a little money where my mouth is. I'm going to take the Yankees just to win, and I'll pair that up with over 4.5, and, and I'll get plus 115 on it. So now it's a 40-point improvement on that line of minus 125 as long as we get to five runs. And I think the, I think we do. So that's it. Let's get these three games. Good luck.